0: Hi, this is WGNO Sports Director Ed Daniels, and welcome to our weekly podcast of the WGNO Sports Zone, where we discuss and opine and report on all things local sports. In the WGNO Sports Zone, one Jesuit institution shocks the world how their success can be a teaching moment for a university on the verge of its first Hoops national title in 77 years. Speaking of those Wolfpack, they are three wins away from maroon immortality. Going into this national tournament run, that could really kind of set in stone a legacy. LSU could have the NCAA Wolf at its basketball door. A former Tiger coach says even with that, success can happen rather quickly.
1: You know, in the third year of our probation, we were able to win the league with nine scholarship players was all we were allowed to have. Also, John Brady
0: on what fired head coach Will Wade should do right now.
1: Down the road, that th- that kind of thing comes back to help you.
0: And the Pelicans fight for a playoff spot. Whatever happens, it doesn't look like Zion will be a part of it. Plus, the Saints' pursuit of Deshaun Watson, what the numbers say about just how accomplished he is next in the WGNO Sports Zone. Hi, and welcome to the WGNO Sports Zone. If the basketball world didn't know who St. Peter's University in Jersey City, New Jersey was, they know now. Thursday night in the NCAA tournament, the Peacocks strutted. They shocked the big blue bloods from Kentucky. Thursday night, Loyola University won its round of 16 game in the NAIA National Tournament. Not many noticed, too bad. St. Peter's and Loyola are much the same. Urban Jesuit institutions with tiny enrollments who also have very good basketball programs. My point in all of this is, if St. Peter's can thrive in Division I, why can't Loyola? 50 years ago, Loyola made a poor, myopic decision to drop athletics. In enrollment, dollars, and attention, they have paid the price but it is never too late to right a wrong. And now is the time for Loyola to invest in division one sports. A few years ago, my wife and I were eating at an uptown establishment. A Loyola school official told us something shocking. In that year's graduating class at Jesuit high school, no one would be attending Loyola University. That was mind boggling. Loyola's profile is low. Today in America, another Jesuit institution St. Peter's has no such issue. Rich, agree or disagree? I agree they can compete
2: on the Division I level. They've beaten UNO in an exhibition this year. They have three players who have proven they can compete on the Division I level, including Andrew Fava, who's a transfer from Florida. And then they have Brandon Davis, who's going to make a name for himself because I think he's the hidden gem of that entire operation they have there. So do they, can they compete on the Division I level? absolutely should they give it a shot absolutely
0: and in enrollment i think this is a decision that pays for itself do you agree
2: exactly cuz you know the amount of student athletes in the city of new orleans that you know they they want they aspire to go d1 and whatever it is whether it's for academics or athletics and they can't get in whether it's grades or just talent wise so i think this is a good a good option for them as well
0: last saturday lsu fired basketball coach will wade after an explosive report by the NCAA accusing Wade and associate head coach, Bill Armstrong of level one violations. So LSU basketball has to be rebuilt again. John Brady did that in the late nineties. He was our guest this week before LSU departed for the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, I was. I mean, you know, and I've, I've, I've been around the block a little bit. I was a little bit. I was a little shocked and stunned and I've been around will the last four or five years doing the radio traveling with him. And uh, I never imagined, you know, what I read. And I, I always held judgment until I read it, because I want to see how it read, actually, you know. And, and uh, you know, those are the things that the NCA has come up with. Now, whether uh, we'd have to see what LSU's response is to those things, and that may take a while. So, uh, but I, I feel also for, for Coach Wade, uh, but I also feel for the players. You know, here they are preparing to go to the NCAA tournament. They won 22 games. Uh, Their head coach is not there. So, you know, I feel for the players as well. Some of the things I saw in there, frankly, were a little shocking. Well, I think that's why LSU made the move it did. You know, I think it's been going on for three years now, and I think LSU just came to the realization, you know, we probably need to move on. Uh, I was surprised at the timing when the team got back you know, from Tampa, that it happened right then. Uh, I would have liked to seen Will coach the team in the NCAA tournament. If they had already made up their mind, it really didn't matter uh, because, uh, again, I'd like to see the players have their coach there to go through the tournament and play the best they possibly can.
0: Do you think one of the reasons they did that that is to maybe try to extract a
1: smaller penalty? Of course. You know, administrators are going to do what they do. Uh, you know, and when it comes to that point and they make that decision, I think they're thinking about LSU, what's best for LSU to move forward. And I think that may have something to do with it uh, to buffer maybe some of the penalties that may be down the road, which you don't really know until LSU does its appeal. Now, one thing about this committee they're going to, once LSU states their case and they make a ruling, it's That's over. It. That's it's it. It's over. You know, there's no comeback on that. Will there be probation, you think, over the next year or two? It's just really hard to say, Ed. I, I, don't, I don't really know. I assume it will be, you know, because I went through that. You know, when I came to LSU, mm-hmm. we went through three years of probation. Uh, nine scholarships they took from us, three a year for three years. Instead of 12 official visits, we could only have six. We could, we could only have limited days of recruiting during that time. Uh, you know, and and you know, in the third year of our probation, we were able to win the league with nine scholarship players was all we were allowed to have. So, you know, I've been through that and, and, and I know how difficult, you know, those, th- those times can be. Would you be able, you think, to, to attract a Taurus Bright or a Stromile Swift
0: here based on the current circumstance?
1: Well, we did sign Stromile on probation coming off a 12-win year, and he changed it. but. Stromile Swiss from Shreveport, Louisiana. Correct. You know, I, I think Louisiana players, uh, most of them would love to come to LSU. And we gave him a reason to come, that he would be the face of the program. And that's exactly what he was for, for two years. And then he's the second pick in the NBA draft. But signing of Stro-mile in our in our second year, and he came in our third year, he changed the whole thing for LSU basketball in a difficult time.
0: He was an elite player. If Scott Woodward, called you and said coach we need to settle this thing down for a couple of years you've done this before you have the experience at doing exactly what we're facing now would you come back for a few years on a on a i guess we know where the end of it kind of a limited basis would you come back
1: well let me say this scott woodward uh, since he's been at lsu look who he's hired now uh, great coaches, baseball, basketball, women's basketball, and the football coach—you got to give him an A plus on that. I, I think Scott Woodward's going to go after who he wants, regardless of what the impending uh, sanctions may or may not be. Uh, can he convince a coach that has a great job, that's real successful, to come to LSU, in spite of what may or may not happen? I don't know, but since you asked me that question, I would do anything LSU wants me to do that they think would it stabilize the program or help the basketball program. Yes I would, but I'm not politicking for that. But if it came to that, uh, certainly I, w- I, w- I would do that because I, I, I love LSU. That's why I came back. I enjoy what I'm doing now. And, and let me say this, Will Wade's been really good to me. I mean, since I've been there doing the radio, I, I sit in on scouting reports, he lets me do anything I want. I go to practice. He's given me a lot of freedom to walk around and, and be a part of the program, you know, in, in, in a way for, for me, and I, I appreciate that. But uh, certainly I love LSU, and anything I could do to, to help that basketball program, I'd be willing to do. If you're a coach at another
0: high-profile school, and mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, LSU offers you stupid money, are you going to come?
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways around that. You know, and Scott has thrown out some really good dollars to these guys and ladies that, that, that he has brought in. I mean, you know, let, let's say you, you sign a guy to a normal five- or six-year contract now, and then the, the sanctions come out, and it's two years of probation. Well, you automatically add that on to the contract, which gives them eight years. So uh, they did the football coach for 10 years. If you went after a high-profile guy that has a good job, and you put 10 years on him at about $5 million guaranteed, mm. I think he'd scratch his head and think about it.
0: Do you expect the penalties to be harsh?
1: There again, I'm not sure. I think there are going to be some penalties, maybe limited visits or, 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 or you know, some, maybe some postseason. I know the school is going to do everything it can to keep postseason play you know, in the mix for LSU to go to. You know, my first year at LSU, we didn't know we were going to the SEC tournament until the last day of the season they allowed us to go. So we went through the whole year thinking we had no postseason at all, not even the SEC tournament. So I know how that feeling is. Uh, But I think to have a recruiting caveat, you need to have postseason on the table for recruits, and I think that's one thing LSU will fight for.
0: First thing I thought about when LSU sent me the report and we requested it, through public records a couple of weeks ago. Right. First thing I thought about is that Coach Wade is in for a long show cause penalty. Do you think that's accurate?
1: I think it's on the table. You know, I had a former assistant that was a head coach at Tennessee, and, and, and uh, he got a 10-year show cause. Uh, they put Mark Godfrey to a two-year show cause with, with his affiliation with this investigation at NC State all the way to Cal Santa Barbara where he was coaching. So he's got a, he's got a two-year show cause. So they're throwing that out there. Uh, And and LSU, I don't know how much they're going to hold Will Wade accountable for this on his own uh, and sprinkle some at LSU, but but I think show cause is on the table uh, for Will Wade, and that's a tough one to overcome.
0: One of the things, of course, that jumps out to you is anytime I'm reading one of those reports, and I've read a bunch of them over the years, Mm -hmm. when you see lack of
1: institutional control, that's a red flag, right? Yeah, that's a scary thing. And I think that's one of the reasons maybe LSU did it as quickly and surprisingly to me as they did, uh, because lack of institutional control was in the report, and I think LSU is going to do everything they can to take that out of uh, possible sanctions that will come against the school.
0: But when they have text messages, that's, that's, that's hard.
1: Text messages are hard to refute, would you agree? Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm on. it looks bad, it didn't read well, mm-hmm. but I want to see the response to that and the reasons that Coach Which is only fair. or whoever has, what their side of it is, and then get the whole picture. That's why this thing may go into July or so before the final uh, uh, penalties are read. So that's why it may hamper getting the coach they really want to get that, 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 that Scott Woodward wants to go after because of the lingering cloud over the program.
0: Three years after you came in, you got to the tournament. Yes.
1: Can that happen again with Coach X or Z, whoever it is? Sure it can. They can do it. If they hire the right staff, uh, recruit the right kinds of players, and coach them uh, and manage the team. And, and I know the transfer portal and players being able to transfer with no penalty uh, can change your team in a good way and a bad way. You just got to be smart now in who you bring in and know your players. Be honest with your players and know who you're going to lose because you'd hate for a couple of your players to declare for the portal before May 1 and you, you, you get taken by surprise mm-hmm. when the signing date is the second week in April. So there is some play in there that you really have to know who's leaving and who's, who's coming. From strictly a basketball standpoint, knowing all the people that they lost from last year,
0: to be a sixth seed this year I think is pretty exceptional,
1: don't you? I thought it was excellent. I didn't know we'd be a sixth seed. You know, we started the year so well, 15-1, uh, and one, and then, then Pinson gets hurt and we lose our mojo a little bit. We lose, we lose our continuity, our camaraderie, and we got it back a few games, but not like we had when we started to beat Kentucky and Tennessee. so. I think Will did a nice job with this team to have a six seed. I was a little surprised that we played that well and, and, and really secured a six seed with a good draw now. That's why if Will Wade was there, we may be a sweet sixteen team. Does he ever coach in college basketball again? Just depends on that show cause. Uh, I, I think I think I think he has to. I wish he'd have some uh, a press conference and explain and admit making mistakes. I'd, I'd, like,
0: I, to, I'd like to hear what he has to say. Like I the mean, one I know, had. Yeah. When, I,
1: when I left, I had a press conference and, and thanked everybody and appreciated for the, the job, the, the opportunity LSU gave me. And I think Will could sit down and a, answer some tough questions mm-hmm. and, and, and admit he made some mistakes. And I think down the road, that, mm-hmm. th- that kind of thing comes back to help you. Mm-hmm.
0: He did that at the SEC meetings in Destin. I was there when the press conference happened. And of course, that was our conversation with John Brady, now the analyst on the LSU basketball radio broadcast. Rich, you hear what he said? What do you think about the penalties, perhaps?
2: Well, is the hammer coming down? I think it does, but not as, not as intense as people may, may anticipate because in the age of name and image and likeness, I think this was, uh, I guess, somewhat of a segue into it, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, the report was bad, but that wasn't too long ago, and so I think we're in a new era of how people view this.
0: Mm-hmm. Be very, very, very interesting. Guests that appear on the WGNO Sports Zone. Eat at Vance Amores Pizzeria, West Metairie and Clearview. Now open for lunch Tuesday through Sunday at 11 a.m. Pasta, salads, ice cream, seafood. The best pizza in town. Try to the deepest Chicago style. That's Amore's Pizzeria. The food is terrific. Customers truly are treated like family.
2: In their round of 16 win over Faulkner, Loyola seniors Zach Reitzel and Miles Burns combined for 42 points and 25 rebounds. The dynamic duo has been doing this since they've set foot on campus years ago, and it's only being magnified now because of their national title run. THE LOYOLA MEN'S BASKETBALL PROGRAM'S GOAL OF WINNING A NATIONAL CHAMPIONSHIP IS POSSIBLE FOR MANY REASONS. THE BIGGEST TWO ARE SENIORS MILES BURNS AND ZACH REITZEL. THE SPRING BEFORE uh, THEY CAME, I REMEMBER SHOWING GUYS AT THE TABLE AT THE NATIONAL TOURNAMENT BECAUSE WE WERE NOT PART OF THE NATIONAL TOURNAMENT. Uh, THESE TWO GUYS THAT WE WERE BRINGING IN THAT I THOUGHT WOULD CHANGE THE PROGRAM. Fast forward four years, Zach Reitzel is now the program's all-time leading scorer, rebounder, and assist leader. Burns is a double-double machine, the conference's steel king, and a four-time Defensive Player of the Year. Miles, probably the most impactful defensive player that's played in the NAI since Dennis Rodman. And um, having him out there is is certainly a game-changer. Together on the court, they're maybe the best NAIA basketball tandem in the country, a bond they've built as teammates, roommates, and friends. If you've ever seen a movie Step Brothers, it's those two guys. And there was actually a picture taken of them their freshman year uh, in the Step Brothers pose. Uh, they drive each other, they motivate each other, they compete against each other, they play for each other. Uh, there's been moments where we've seen them, you know, on the floor encouraging each other, like, we're not going to let each other fall. They carry that into what could be their final games in a Wolfpack uniform and their final chance to leave a mark on a program that has not won a national title since 1945.
0: When it comes to leaving a legacy, I feel like what we've done here as individuals is amazing, but what we've done here as a team and kind of lifted this program and, and changed the culture around, I feel like that's really been a huge plus for us and going into this national tournament run that could really kind of set in stone a legacy in sorts of, of what could really be done here and change in history." They
2: play the College of Idaho in the quarterfinals tomorrow at 11 a.m. Highlights and postgame reaction afterward on WGNO News at 6 and 10. Back with
0: more after the break. Welcome back. Don't expect Zion Williamson to play a minute for the Pelicans this season. That's unless they go deep into the playoffs. Several times a week, we go to the Pelicans facility and inquire about Zion's recovery from foot surgery. What we hear to no one's fault has not really changed. At this point, uh, we just don't have a further update on if he's getting closer to five on five. Right now, it's it's, it's about him allowing his healing to happen and to be diligent about that process before he can get on the court and do any of those things that may come in the future. It's making sure everything is right with his foot before he can. And um, I don't have any other updates other than, you know, that. And the Pelicans are back home Thursday night, March 24th against the Chicago Bulls. More in the WGNO Sports Zone after this. Time now for our final rant. Four is yours, sir. You hate me for this, and I know you do,
2: but I'm very glad that Decept Sean Watson chose to go to Cleveland. And I say that because in the era of the transfer portal, in the era of when things don't go your way, you need to get into a new situation, Loyalty needs to be rewarded. And I think Jameis Winston, through this free agency process, has shown loyalty to the organization, even in his rehab. And I think it's time to reward that because I think it will pay dividends in the long run. And, you know, quite frankly, I think the Saints have a better season than Sean Watson and the Cleveland Browns.
0: I understand. I I think the Saints have a better roster than the Cleveland Browns, and that's why they likely have a better season. But the one thing I would say is, Let's take a look at the quarterback rating. And here's why you pursue Deshaun Watson. This is career NFL passer rating leaders. Mahomes 105.8 tied Watson Rodgers. Hard to find that in free agency, my friend. I got the arm right here. Oh, boy. See you next week in the WGNO Sports Zone.